Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, episode 67. It's the end of Lost Girl as we know it, and we're trying to feel fine. You're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast way station for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I'm Chris. And this episode, we are talking about some sad news. We are talking about the fact that season five will be the last season of Lost Girl. And this was actually announced a couple weeks ago. They had a very nice video where Anna Silk personally told us, which was a very nice, I thought, that season five would be the last season of Lost Girl. But And I didn't think we were going to talk about it in an episode for a while just because we don't usually cover news. But a listener actually asked us to talk about it. And then I tweeted something last week where Michael Grassi posted this picture of him breaking the story for the last episode of season five. And it ended with end of series. And somebody replied to that and said, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) So apparently not everybody has heard the news. So we'll go ahead and just I thought we'd do an episode where we talked about the fact that, yes, Lost Girls ending season five is going to be the last season. We'll talk a little bit about sort of the information that we already have about Season 5 and just about some questions that I've been seeing pop up online about this whole situation. And so I thought this would be just a good time for us to to talk about Lost Girl ending. We're not going to eulogize the, se- the series yet because it's not over. We still have stuff to look forward to. But I did want to talk about the announcement that it was ending. So so how did y'all initially react to when you saw the video that they put out with Anna Silk? Well, I didn't see the video at first. I saw a text message from my friend Lori, who was the friend that got me into the series. She said, did you hear about the Lost Girl news? And I knew right then that it had to be something like that. I said, the series is ending. So I didn't even have to see Anna's video. So when she saw it, it just confirmed it for me. So I was like, uh, yeah. It's like, no, sound effect. So that was how I found out. Uh, I was scrolling through Twitter, and I can't remember now if I saw a reaction tweet or the initial announcement tweet first, but yeah, it, it was it was sad. And uh, I think I think Sally and some other people were also online at the time, so there was like communal sadness, and then I got more sad because the other people were sad. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm like a sympathetic crier, so I was like, <laughs> "You can." <guys." Yeah. laughs> it was pretty bad. Well, it was pretty bad for a little while. The thing and, is, is um, that um, I felt like maybe I was pulling a Stephanie. Yes, that's a noun now. Because I was fine all day, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, series end," and you know that happens. And I was, incre- I mean, it's just incre- incredibly busy time of year for me at work personally. And I was at work when I got these tweets and everything. I, I had a class to go to after work, and I'm driving away from work. And then I, that's when it hit me, and I kind of started tearing up in my car. So I was like, I almost made it through the day. Well, because that was sort of the thing, though. Like, the news itself it wasn't that sad to me. I mean, yeah. I'm sad about it, but it's not, like, it's not devastating news to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Series end, it's true. So it was just sort of... Like, well, that's kind of a bummer because, you know, we've just sort of found our little group and writing high off of all the stuff that's going on and being excited about Dragon Con and all that sort of thing. And then, oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> now everybody's sad. And it really was, it was more that everybody got really emotional about it right away. You know what I mean? Like, and, and there was all this talk about, you know, what fandom has meant to them and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And that's sort of what really got to me. Yeah, exactly. So that over answered your question, Stephanie. And I know you've been waiting it out. So go ahead. No, I'm I'm glad y'all had a lot to say because I got chastised for not being sensitive enough. What? Never. So clearly, I didn't have the the mushy response that so many people did. I mean, I'm I'm like I'm sad, but I'm I'm not surprised. Like I'm usually though I'm was thinking about it, and I'm generally not that upset actually when TV shows end, unless I feel like they're ending really prematurely like when seasons when series only air like four episodes and then they get pulled then i'm like what or if the series ended on a cliffhanger or something like that but so i'm not generally so very really upset. it's more you're sad when series get canceled yes 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 not not when they're not when they end not when they come to an end but when they get canceled i'm sometimes well unless it's a really bad show but yeah. <laughs> well, but if it's a show that i like yes i get upset there's a difference between series cancellation and it being a cliffhanger and the showrunners writing a series and not knowing if they're going to get canceled and you know they don't know the audience doesn't know and then it gets canceled and it's a show you really love that's one thing but a series coming to an end and the studio and the writers and everybody agreeing that it's the end that's a different feeling so even though i knew it was coming eventually i i because i like even numbers i wanted I'm like, oh, Xena had six seasons. It'd be nice if Lost Girl had six seasons. And I was just like, every season you're kind of like, oh, it's getting up there. I hope it gets at least two more. So that was in the back of my mind. So when I kind of saw that Anna Silk had a video, I'm like, that's what she's going to say. And so I kind of knew what she was going to say again before she said it. But it didn't make me kind of going, oh, any less, you know, when I saw it. And when she started to tear up, that was really touching. I did think it was nice of them to actually have... Anna Silk delivered the bad news, though, because, you know, you can't be that sad or, or that, um, you know, I, I guess it's like, well, if somebody has to tell me bad news, I'd, I'd rather it be Anna Silk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because she does it so cutely, you know. <laughs> and a lot of people said it was very classy, both on the studio and on Anna's part, to have the news come out that way. I thought that was a very smart move and very well done instead yeah. of just press release, you know, which is so impersonal. Yeah, I can't think of another show that I've watched, at least, that has done that, where they had, like, a personal announcement come from the studio from one of the, the cast members. I, I can't think of one. So, not saying there aren't any, but just of, of shows that I'm aware of. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah, I agree. I thought that was very nice that they that they did that. But I will say, you know, just the response I've been seeing on, on Twitter has been pretty pretty overwhelming. People have been very upset by the news. And, you know, and I think... <laughs> hence this episode. Yeah. Hence this, hence this episode. And I think the show has really resonated with people on, on a lo- lot of levels, I think, for sure. The gay and lesbian community has really... Gay, gay lesbian, bisexual community has really rallied around this show. It's one of the... I won't say the first, but it's, you know, it's one of the first shows that's had such great representation of queer characters, but it's not a gay show. You know, this isn't, this isn't the L word. This isn't queer as folk. It, it's a show that it's, you know, it's a sci-fi show about a succubus, but she happens to be bisexual and we have these other characters. So that's been really fantastic, the representation. But then I think otherwise, you know, it's just, there's been, I think, a really great connection between this cast and the audience. It, I feel like it's been a very, 
I, I feel like I know these cast members in a way that I haven't known cast members from other TV shows that I've really enjoyed. I think part of that is just the technology, you know, the the fact that we have Twitter now, and I think that really helps. But again, I just feel like there's been a really personal connection between the cast and the crew of Lost Girl and and the audience. And I think that's partially what has led to people feeling really devastated by the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a message from Sally. I found out from Anna Silk's video and was floored and then was like, OMG, no, why? Oh. I need a hug. We'll hug you, Sally. And then, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say this. Is it Maygray? Maygray? Bell? M-A-I-G-R-A-Y? Uh, I was stunned and then extremely depressed about it. So yeah, I feel like the the audience fandom has really bonded with the cast and crew. I feel like there's a great Lost Girl fan community on on Twitter as well. And so that, I think, has led to a lot of really great relationships for people. And I think, again, that's just sort of compounding the loss of this this TV series because and it's it's hard to see care even though you know it's a fictional show it's it's fictional characters it's hard to know that their journeys are going to end soon you know obviously they can live on in fan fiction etc etc but the idea that we're going to lose these characters who for a lot of people have become a very important piece of their lives I, I think is just really hitting home for people and and causing causing a lot of sad feelings well I uh, yeah, that's what kind of hit me too. It's like I'm, re- I'm really, really going to miss these characters and all the traits I like about them, you know, and all the silly things like the Lauren Dyson friendship or Kenzie's one-liners or Bo's badassery or you know all of those things. And Tamsin's snarkiness and seeing the wings come out and just all those little things that I just love and all the big things and seeing how next season's going to resolve with you know. Um, Bo getting Kenzie back and all these different things. I'm just like, oh, we're not going to have that on our TVs every week, you know? And again, one of the best things about Dragon Con was meeting other fans where I'm like, hello, what's your Twitter name? What's your real name? Okay, this is great. But one of the things I've learned, though, is that fandom goes on even after a TV show goes off the air. And I, I know that a lot of the people that I've met you know, will stay in my life after Lost Girl goes off the air. And that's something that, even the show going off the air, that that won't go away. So I'm really grateful for that. Just try and get rid of me, Annie. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want you guys on my screen. You can't. I only want to see you guys once every six months, not every two weeks. That's going to be so weird. I was no, I was thinking earlier, like it feels like a really long time since I've seen Stephanie. It's been just over a week. <laughs> like, why does that seem like it's so weird? <laughs> I mean, I think you guys know this, but when sci-fi started airing Lost Girl, which was when I started watching it, um, that was basically like the worst year of my life. And so that was sort of like my hour every week where I could not think about the awful stuff going on in reality. <laughs> and so like I got super attached to the show. And at some point, I don't remember when it was, but at some point I'd watched a cast interview. I just got really invested in these people, you know, the the characters and the actors. And, you know, enough that I sort of reached out to fandom at large, which I haven't done in a major way in, I don't know, like 10 years or something before that. And so, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was sort of a big deal for me overall. And so, 
yeah, like doing this. <laughs> this is weird for me. <laughs> this is still you know? weird for me. Yeah, I, I haven't had this many friends from fandom in a long, long time. And so, yeah, it is one of those things. It's more about sort of what the show represents. But as Annie was saying, you know, because it's fandom, fandom never really dies. Because, like, here Buffy's been off the air for 11 years, and I didn't even find Buffy. I mean, not find, but I didn't I didn't actually start watching the series until, I don't know, two or three years off after it went off the air. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah. So, you know, because Lost Girl is out there in the world, people will keep finding it. Fandom, fandom never dies. So it's one of those things I'm not as sad about it as I might be otherwise. Because, yeah. as I was saying, like, you know, try and get rid of me, you two. You can't. <laughs> You're stuck with me. I want that on my tombstone. Fandom never dies. I think that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought we'd talk about... Disclaimer, this is all speculation. But when we were at Dragon Con and we announced at pretty much every Lost Girl fan event that we were at, by the way, you, you all know, right, that Lost Girl has been canceled. And I think it every time there was at least one person who came up and asked, it was usually me and Kevin because we were standing up at the front, you know, why was the show canceled? And again, this is speculation. We have not been given a definite answer. However, the answer is probably money. When it comes to, to broadcast TV, five seasons is kind of a magic number, both in the United States and it seems like in Canada as well. Uh, Chris said that she read an article that mentioned that like no Canadian television series has gone past five seasons, at least in a long time, even the really successful ones. And this is probably because in Canada, TV productions can receive government subsidies for the first five seasons of a show. And after that, all expenses are up to the production studios. So that's a big incentive to wrap your shows up in five seasons. And I mean, let's talk about this, though. Five seasons is not bad. No, it's, it's not really bad not. at all. It's, not. it's really not. I mean, well, considering how much crap gets churned out by, you know, studios here in the U.S. and then something gets pulled after two seasons, how many shows go get a pilot shot, go to air and then get pulled. Five seasons is a lot. And that it made that many episodes and that it had such an incredible fan of that touched such a nerve with so many people. It's a really special show, Lost Girl. And, you know, again, it could be up to, you know, it's also things like actor contracts, you know, I think used to be seven years was a standard actor contract, I think, in the United States. But, you know, as you say, Stephanie, now it's more like five. And it's just a whole bunch of logistical things that go into it. And to me personally, again, this is my personal speculation and just my own personal terminology that I like to use. I don't really like to use the word canceled when it comes to Lost Girl, because again, when I heard canceled, I keep thinking as, well, the show was axed by the studio. And again, even the writers and the directors and everybody, they had no idea it was going to end or not. They wrote it on a cliffhanger and then it just got axed for l lack of ratings and money. But I think this show, it's like everybody knows that it's ending. It can wrap up. It can have a script. You know, and the writers can write it that way so that they know it's ending. You know, it's not like the rug's getting pulled out from underneath them. So I always, this, again, my personal preference, I just like to say, okay, the show is ending. Not that it's necessarily, oh, wait, you're canceled. You know, sorry, you had a cliffhanger at the end of, you know, season five, but we're not going to give you the money. So to me, it's, 
again, kind of knowledge on all fronts, that they know where they're going with the story and can hopefully write a really solid ending. And that is what Anna said in the video, right? Was that they'd sort of agreed to end the yeah. series here. And so, yeah, I, I don't necessarily feel compelled to, like, ask them for more. You know what I mean? Because... I mean, of course, we all want more, but it's like, again, there's all these things that go into it. It's like money and contracts and things like that. And I, I'd love more, but they've decided to end it. Right. And, you know, they have they have families to go home to and stuff, yeah. you know? Like, it's it's one of those things I'm... I would happily watch the series as long as it was on, but... I'm okay with it ending as long as they know that it's ending yeah. and are, you know, feel okay about wrapping everything up that they wanted to wrap up. You know what I mean? That said, I will happily take a movie. Yes. I would love it if they did multiple, a movie. Multiple, 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 sorry. Lots of movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And from Twitter, Twatter says, I texted my wife that I felt like I had just been broken up with. She said, you still have me. And I was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Speed. Then here's a question. Did you feel like you were broken up with again after that? <laughs> that was a Are joke. Are you still married? <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, Angela said, I'm glad that we're getting an ending. It's not always like that. Lost Girl series is really respecting the fans in that way. Yes, I agree. Yeah, at least we are getting an ending to the show. And, and that's really, really satisfying. So but yeah, so back back to kind of what I was talking about, about why Lost Girl has been canceled. It's probably money. As Annie mentioned, contracts for, for cast, especially cast, but, but some crew as well, are often only for the initial sort of like first four or five years of a show. And after that point, salaries often get greatly increased. And broadcast television just is not bringing in the money that it used to. Now that there's, well, of course, there's pirating on the internet, but there's also Netflix and DVD releases and other ways to consume these television shows besides watching them live from week to week. So it's just not bringing in the money that it used to. So, you know, deciding to make a show longer than five years or so, it's a big decision nowadays. Even if, it, you know, a show's really got to be doing good and pulling in a lot of money, to, I think, to make it past like the five-year mark nowadays. Or then if it does, sometimes some shows, in my opinion, go on too long past the five-year mark, and casts yeah. get changed, and things get changed, and then you're like, why is it still on so long? Like, CSI is still on. The two lead characters were not in the original series, like the original Yes, the lead season. characters have been changed, I think, literally three times. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's another thing, too. Like, I don't want anybody to feel like they're getting burned out or anything, either. Yeah. Not that I think they would necessarily feel that way, but, you know... I worry, apparently. <laughs> I worry about these people I don't really know. I know. And as an audience member, you don't want to see stories get stale, or they did that two years ago. And, right. you know, that's that's always something I kind of wonder about with these series that go on a little too long. Mm -hmm. Or, like, okay, uh, X-Files spoilers for anybody who may be watching currently or something and doesn't want to know. After the seventh season, David Duchovny left, but he didn't fully leave, which I think actually kind of hurt the series more. <laughs> <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> well, no, because he, he was like, he had a reduced contract, so they had to find ways to work him in for, like, whatever the number of limited episodes was that he wanted to appear in. So they had to work around him, and it, I think, kind of hurt the series. Because they actually had, I know... I know there were people who refused to watch any episode without him in it. The ones with him in it, I thought were 
way worse than the ones that he wasn't <laughs> in. So they were all complaining about how terrible the series had gotten with him. And I'm like, there's some really solid standalone episodes in there, but whatever. Anyway. <laughs> this uh, episode is becoming a dumping ground for our frequent complaints about television series. They also on Lost Girl like they did on Buffy, kind of have this ticking time bomb of the fact that so many of their leads play characters who aren't supposed to age. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You age. <laughs> the actors are not immortal or long-lived. They're going to age. So even looking at, like, you know, season four episodes compared to season one episodes, you can tell Dyson's looking a little older around the edges. I'm not meaning that as a criticism. I think Chris Holden Lee Somebody said Chris Holden read a, a soundbite of this. I'm kidding. <laughs> No! <laughs> Chris Holden Reed. We love you. Anna Silk, they, Rick Hallad, they all look fantastic. Sexy. But, you know, it, but, yeah. you know, if you think about Buffy, if you look back in season two Spike and then season seven Spike, like clearly the man has aged, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or Angel in season one versus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or, yeah, Gabrielle in season one of Xena and then season six, you know, Renee O'Connor looks like she's 12 in the first season. Is Gabrielle not supposed to age? Well, no, she's human, but still, it's like she matured, and you know, she looks great in season six. And anyway, I'm just saying I'm, <laughs> this is maybe not the point we're trying to make. Sorry, it. <laughs> that's not the point that somebody's making. But but no, you're right though, Stephanie, because I, I know both Chris and Anna have like expressed concern about that at some point. Really? <laughs> well, yeah, the fact that you know they're playing an immortal character, because you know somebody would joke about ten seasons or something, and they're kind of like, well, <laughs> <laughs> the thing about that is. <laughs> But but yeah, so they do have that sort of taking time bomb over their heads. I think it's, you know, not necessarily a bad thing that it runs shorter rather than longer. And like you said, Annie, I would rather it be, still be telling good stories and, you know, still have more feel like I would rather feel like, oh, it had so much more story to tell yeah. than thank God it's been so boring for the last two seasons, you know, which has, has which has happened with some shows when they ended just like, oh, thank goodness it's over finally. Just as long as... Lost Girl doesn't pull a Xena, and they know they're going to end. They write an ending, and they think it's great, and then it ends up being one of the most hated episodes ever by fans. But that's another story. No, I have faith in the Lost Girl writers. I think me personally, I'm fine with the series ending. I'm glad that they are getting to end the show. They have warning. They they are getting plenty of time to write an ending for the show. It's not going to end on a cliffhanger. So I'm actually okay. But there is... A renewal campaign going, which if you would like to participate in it, I'm sure they would love to have you. They're on Twitter at Renew Lost Girl, and they're trying to always get hashtag Renew Lost Girl to trend. And the the person who's in, who is running that sent me a direct message and said that their main goals of this campaign is to get a six season made, a movie made, and to get Lost Girl airing in different countries. So while I'm not particularly i would watch the show if there was a six season don't get me wrong but i don't know that i'm particularly interested in participating in a renewal campaign however i would love to see a movie made i think that'd be great because i actually do think lost girl has enough story left to tell that it could go six seasons yeah i do i do but but at the same time if it ends after fifth season i'm okay and but then to get lost girl airing in different countries i know there's a lot of people who would love to have Lost Girl airing in their country. I don't know that it airs in Australia yet. Maybe I'm wrong. So there's still plenty of countries that don't don't have Lost Girl in the air yet. So if you want to get involved with that, again, check them out on Twitter, at Renew Lost Girl, 
And then you can always include the hashtag Renew Lost Girl because they're trying to get that to trend. And speaking of Twitter, Big Sky 7 says, I am holding hope for a movie as well. And then Sally said something that ended up with wink, wink, leer, document sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't read that comment. <laughs> read it, read it. <laughs> uh, let's hope it's a happy ending, am I right? Wink, <laughs> wink, in all caps. In all caps, wink, wink, hashtag leer, hashtag document sucks. <laughs> Angela says it all comes down to money. Sadly, uh, I figured it was that, but crowdfunding a movie that would be cool. Hashtag Lost Girl. We don't want this to be an entire downer. Let's. We want to focus on what we have to look forward to, which is we still have season five to look forward to, <laughs> which is great. You know, so often we get this announcement that our show isn't coming back, and the the season just ended, and we didn't know. So. You know, we got this announcement, but we haven't even seen any of season five yet. So that already puts us in a better place than a lot of fandoms. Yes. Because sometimes they might find out in the middle of the season or whenever, or it gets canceled. You know? Yeah. Like I said, the rug yanked out from under you. And I did read a few tweets to that effect of, okay, guys, I know we're sad, but come on, let's concentrate on what we've got. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I think... You know, we had kind of heard rumors beforehand, oh, well, the season starts in September, and now we're like, December? But I'm like, it's okay, because now we have time to cherish it more, as much as the wait, you know, for the season sucks. And so, yeah, anyways. Yes, as Annie mentioned, as uh, it's going to premiere in December, on December 7th. And we were also told in the in the announcement that Anna Silk put out that it was going to be 16 episodes rather than 13, as we originally thought. The annoying part, though, is it's going to be split into two halves. So we have eight episodes starting December 7th. I'm guessing they're probably going to air those back to back. They usually do. If they're not, there might be like maybe a week, maybe two weeks where there's not an episode. So probably that'll air December, January, maybe into February. But then sadly, the second half, this the second eight episodes, aren't going to air until we're told sometime in fall 2015, according to Showcase, which is a long break within between seasons. It's not. It's all the same season. Seasons. Everybody keeps referring to it. Oh, it's just like season six. I'm all. It's all the same season, people. I know it's long, but I'm just going on technicalities here because I'm like that. Well, and I've and I've had this happen before, like with with Battlestar Galactica. Exactly. Their fifth, their season was it their fourth season or the fifth I season? Think, no, they only had four seasons. But in between season three and so it was four, their fourth season, a year, a fracking year. Yeah, it sucked. So try that on for size, people. It's not a year, <laughs> so it's long. <laughs> and the Mad Men's doing the same thing, where they're splitting up their last season of the series. And this actually, I think this is probably how rookie blue is technically kind of getting like a sixth season is they originally mm-hmm. had a 13 episode order and then it got extended to 22 and those other 11 episodes or nine episodes aren't going to air until next no, year no. chris it's it's still 11 episodes they aired 11, 11? oh excuse but see, me here's here's the thing too here's another reason to be grateful to the lost girl people rookie blue what they did was they were already filming the fifth season i think they were i think kind of close to airing and they said oh no wait before that they they announced that it was going to be an extended season like good news everybody 22 episodes instead of 13 everybody's really excited yay and then shortly before they start airing i think they said oh wait but we're going to split it into two parts i think they might have actually already been airing in canada when they announced that and so yeah people were 
less happy about there being 22 episodes at that point. But you'll still get 22 episodes. I know, but now we have yeah. to wait a year between the first 11 and the next 11. I know. And it ended in kind of a weird place. Well, and and for some reason, back to the split thing, for some reason, <laughs> when a season is split, waiting for the second half of the season, I feel like is so much worse than just waiting for the new season. I don't know why. True. Maybe it's because they don't wrap things up quite as well as they usually do for the end of a season. But it's just, personally, I think it's so much worse. They did that with the fourth season of um, Warehouse 13, too. Oh, yeah. Drove me crazy. Well, and back in the day, Farscape, people thought the show was canceled in between the third and fourth seasons because it was a year in between seasons. So it's not the first time it's happened. It's very frustrating. But again, I'll be grateful for what we have. And that just means that Stephanie and Chris and I will have to put on our little thinking, hopefully not dunce caps, and go, what topics can we do in between for this huge, long-ass break? So what do we have? <laughs> and Angela says, Vanessa said we're having it in two eight parts. It's like a... It's like... Bah. It's like having a sixth season. It's time to cherish what we're going to get. And I think that's good. We we do need to appreciate what we're what we're going to get. A lot of shows don't make it five seasons. We've gotten five seasons with these characters. We're getting an extra three episodes we weren't expecting. We learned that it's the last season before it started airing. Exactly. And I'm I'm very grateful for those things. Angela also says, I was a little annoyed about the split, but it was, but it will be nice because I'm hoping for more cast Comic Con appearances. Although, I've got to say this, if your show is popular enough, it doesn't matter whether it's airing currently or not, because Comic Cons will have you either way. If it's, if you're a draw, they'll have you. It doesn't matter if your show is currently airing. Hopefully the actors will still want to do a few even after the show is off the air, because I think it's that show that kind of has those kind of, that kind of fan base and those kind of legs. So people will still keep rediscovering the show and still keep these actors in because they're a draw. That's my personal opinion, but. I feel like a, at least a few of the cast members are geeky enough that they really enjoy going to the cons, mm -hmm. regardless of whether <laughs> they're a guest or not. <laughs> I feel like they're just like, cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> She's talking about Chris, you guys. I'm talking, talking about, about Chris Holdenreed. <laughs> <laughs> but and so I, I think for sure, at least some of them will continue to go to cons after after the show's over. And and that would be that will be good. I hope to, con to continue to see them in cons. And Walbush says, brace yourselves for a massive cliffhanger hangover. <laughs> yes, it's true. Between the, t the two halves, probably? probably. Probably. I assume. Yeah. Probably. And a hangover because Annie apparently only drinks. During I only drink during finales. finales so I guess I will drink uh, during the eighth episode because it'll be the last in a while. So I forgot to mention during our Dragon Con uh, podcast that I told Ksenia that. Yeah, by the way, I watched the season four finale drunk. She goes, oh, yeah, that's a good way to do it. So <laughs> That's a great response. That I love is a it. good response. That's a good response, Ksenia. But yeah, so as for what we have for look forward to, we still have the show, even though it's separated into two, into two halves, we still have the show to look forward to. And like Annie mentioned, I think we still have the relationships that we have formed with other fans and even with some of the cast members. Maybe you've forged a really great connection with one of the cast members or crew members. I feel like those relationships will still continue even after 
the show is off the air. And, you know, Lost Girl is already ahead of a lot of shows in that it's already on Netflix. I think people are going to continue to discover it through through Netflix and other means. And I feel like the fandom will probably, you know, per- remain pretty healthy for at least the next several years. And I think we can look forward to to having each other. Oh. <laughs> She's not so heartless I after know. all. See? What, what I really like I is when um some of the followers I follow or somebody retweets something from a new viewer and they're like, oh my god, I just found this show called Lost Girl. Can't get it out of my head. I haven't slept in four days. I've just watched all four seasons. I'm in love with Anna Silk. You know, things like that. They just crack me up. I'm like, welcome to our fold. I should say, I, I didn't specify earlier, season five is going to start airing December 7th in Canada on Showcase. We do not have a premiere date for the U.S. on Sci-Fi as of yet. They have a general January 2015 date on their website, but they haven't mentioned how they're going to handle the fact that now that season five is going to be split, but usually they have begun airing the show in sort of a usual kind of time frame for, for TV shows to begin airing. So January, I would imagine if they air the second part, it would be September, October, if it's ready for them to air. So that's just my guess. There's been nothing definite from sci-fi yet, but it is still scheduled as of as of this recording on, on September 15th. It's still announced on, on sci-fi's website that season five of Lost Girl is coming to sci-fi in January 2015. Yeah, I think this year and the past two years, it's premiered like mid-January. Yeah. yeah. So assume mid-January. So as far as gaps are concerned, at least that's less of a one than last season between Showcase and Sci-Fi. Damn you, Sci-Fi. That, that was, was horrible. Frustrating. It's god-awful. Yeah. So let us know if if you would like to share about the, the end of Lost Girl. Again, we're not quite eulogizing the show yet. When the show actually ends, I'm sure we'll do a big... Sob fest. Not quite sobbing. We'll be but, sobbing. Okay, they'll you sob. You won't be. I'll just sit here and mock you. <laughs> Annie will cry, and then I will sympathetically cry. <laughs> and I'll say, get it together, you two. So let us know if it, how you feel about the ending of, of Lost Girl. You can let us know in the comments for this episode over at drinksofthedoll.com slash 67. You can also send us an email to feedback at drinksofthedoll.com or send us a voice message by clicking on the send voicemail tab on the right-hand side of the website. I'm so glad you could join us for Drinks with the Doll. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I'm sympathetically crying. And my name is Chris. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. But let's go ahead, I guess, and wrap up what we were talking about before we got a little derailed. No big deal, but <laughs> it's no big deal, really. I'm not upset. You guys think I get upset when things go... I don't mind some tangents, just as long as it's... Anyway. <laughs> we think you get upset because we can see your face, yeah. Stephanie. <laughs> it's just my face. Well, it's your face. What else do your expressions land on? Your rear end? It's just my face. Sometimes my face makes expressions and I don't and you know have what they no mean. Control. And yes, my butt is very expressive as well. Thank you. <laughs>